Hey there. You're listening to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast, episode number 44, using stock photos for your business. Before we get to today's episode, if you're listening to us in real time, I wanted to let you know that today is the last day to enroll in Wedding Management 101. Wedding planners, if you want to learn how to up-level your day of coordination package to serve your clients well, become the expert, and make more money, honey, check out reneedallow.com forward slash WM101, like Wedding Management 101. There you'll find all the info. This course will not be available again until October. So if you want it, today is the day. Now, on today's episode, we are welcoming our very special guest, Serena Waller, owner of popsofpretty.com. Serena is teaching us all about stock photos, what they are, how to use them, how not to use them, and how to tell your brand story with them. This episode is gold, and I know you're going to love it. Let's go, rock stars. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best brightest and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you wedding rock star work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hello, hello, rock stars. Welcome to another episode of the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. This is Renee Dallow, and I'm joined as always by the lovely and talented Mindy Marzik. Hello, everybody. How are you doing, Renee? <laughs> I was going to say, say hi, Mindy, but we've, but used we've that done joke. that so yeah, many times. It's not really a joke anymore. <laughs> we are so excited today because we have a very special guest here to talk to us all about using stock photos for your business. Please join me in welcoming the very lovely Serena Waller, who is the owner of Delegate and Elevate and also Pops of Pretty. Hey, Serena. Hi, hi. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here, Serena. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. So, stock photos. Yes. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about you and how you got into the stock photo business. Yeah. So, um, I manage a social media company called Delegate and Elevate that works with wedding professionals. And I noticed very early on that there was an issue, especially on Instagram, with people um, either misusing other people's photography, misusing stock photography, or not getting creative with the way that they were filling their gaps on their grid. Um so it led me to start Pops of Pretty. And um, it's been really exciting to kind of start to conceptualize, like, how can we, as an industry, use stock photography in a more creative way um, and not have such a taboo around it? Um, so that's how I got into it. So what were the gaps that you noticed when you were working with your VA clients? Sure. So um, a lot of times, especially in those first year or two where a wedding pro is really starting to build their uh, their portfolio, is um, they will just go weeks at a time without posting anything. Um, right. They only have, you know, one or two weddings under their wing, um, or heck, maybe they don't even have any under their wing, and they were just kind of just throwing stuff out there. So I was seeing that there were either huge gaps in consistency for scheduling sake, 
or um, they were using photography that was obviously stock imagery, but they were using from a ton of different sources and nothing felt cohesive or it was imagery that I was seeing again and again and again. Like I would see the same wedding planner use, you know, this bouquet image and then I'd see 17 other wedding planners in 17 other states using the same image um, (laughs) and they weren't using it in a creative way at all. It was like, here, let me just like throw this up there. Um, Let me not crop it. Let me not do anything. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, people, you're killing me. So that was the biggest mistake. It was just using the same imagery and not being unique about it or, you know, just not posting anything at all because you didn't feel like you had anything to post, which is not ever the case. Um, Mindy, I'm sure you have something to say about that. (laughs) Yes. I mean, Serena and I do similar jobs when she has her social media. Serena, you do social media management. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I do social media coaching. So we're seeing a lot of the same things (laughs) when we do an initial consultation with someone. And it's the fact that yes, there's big gaps. Or my personal pet peeve is when someone gets their wedding photo, you know, a planner gets the wedding photos back and they post like 10 photos at once. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Ah, I know. Or they do the carousel. Yes. 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 It's just like, oh, my gosh, why don't you just save some of them? Post one every day. Uh, Agreed. I totally know what you mean. Like, there's a need to kind of fill in these gaps in between weddings or even the people who want to go like hardcore and post three times a day. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, it's hard to come up with that content. So I love the idea of Pop So Pretty. I love that you're getting into this. And I just want to point out that it's not just Instagram. All social media needs pretty photos. And even your blog posts need good quality photos. And even some website pages, you know, if you have a if you're a wedding planner and you have a page with your packages on it and you're just starting out and maybe you don't have enough photos to go around yet, you can definitely use stock photos to kind of fill in some of the gaps so that your website looks nice as well. Absolutely. You know what just occurred to me? We might have listeners who don't know what a stock photo even is. Oh, yes. So, (laughs) hey, how about we explain that? So a stock photo is essentially a professional image that is usable by anybody. Um, And typically speaking, it is an image where the photographer has decided that they're going to give the copyright away and you don't have to credit um, who this particular image was taken by. It is just an image that you are able to use across your platforms. Yeah. And it's because someone, it's because you purchased the rights to use that image. Like Mm -hmm. generally stock photography is not free for anybody to use. Right. Great. I'm glad we cleared that up. Just in case, just in case there was someone listening, like, I don't know what a stock photo is. And we don't (laughs) ever want anyone to feel like they can't ask those questions. So I went ahead and did it. (laughs) It is. It's one of those things we assume so much in our own industry. Like, oh, of course, you know. Oh, maybe you didn't know. So let's explain that. (laughs) Yeah. So I use stock photos in my Instagramming and my and my Facebooking, I guess, or I guess my blog posting, mm-hmm. um, because I use it as a way, you know, like I don't really have any photos of me sitting at my desk typing, which is like 90% of what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be super boring. And in my case, it would look like a cluttered mess of a desk. So I like to use the stock photos that are like person at desk typing. Um, yeah. But speaking to what you said earlier, Serena, about there being sort of a whole, uh, a, a void in the industry of just of stock photos. Um, it's kind of hard as a wedding planner to find photos that actually speak to what I do. Yep. Where are places where people can find stock photos? I know pops are pretty. 
<laughs> it's definitely yes, one of them. Of course, of course, yes. Um, um, Hot Stock is a really great site. It's one of my favorites. It's where mm-hmm. I actually my very first subscription um, that I ever purchased was Hot Stock. Great. I have for a creatives. subscription to them as well. Yes. Yep. Great for creative entrepreneurs. Um, Ellen Co has a great one. Pixels, um, Upsplash, Unsplash, not Upsplash. Um, they're both actually free resources that you can use, and the licensing requirements are listed right there on each image. Oh, so great. you know whether or not, you, if you are downloading a quote unquote free image, what actually that means to them for free, if there's any crediting that's required. Um, Creative Cloud actually has some really great stuff. And one of my favorites is actually just Canva. Like everybody's on the Canva train. Mm -hmm. Canva's got some great stock imagery in there. If you have the upgraded one, you know, you can, um, you have even more available to you. And then of course you can always purchase through Canva as well. So if you're already going to be personalizing them, um, it's a great resource. Yeah. I love Canva. I use Canva like every day. Um, like I was saying, or I have a, I have, I have a subscription to, um, Hotstock. Actually I roomed with Rachel, who's the owner of Hotstock at the Savvy Experience a few years ago. And that's when I first learned about stock photos. Cause I said, what do you do? And she's like, I run a stock photo company. And I was, and I was like, say what, what's this? <laughs> but the way it works with a membership is that you pay a monthly fee or a yearly fee and you're able to download. Um, in my case, I pay a monthly fee and I'm able to download a certain number of photos per month to use in my social media and blogging. And I use a lot of them for my course too, like the course, um, you know, just like the the title page and all that good stuff. So um, it's a very accessible, easy way to get more images for your Instagram. Even if you're someone like me who's been in business forever and has a ton of photos, they're not always the most appropriate photos for what I want to say in that moment. Yep. So my question, Serena, is because I can hear people through the interwebs thinking like, well, that's not my photo. How am I supposed to tell a compelling story with on my social media if that photo isn't mine? What do you say to that? Well, I think, you know, the take that I kind of my, my default that I tell everybody is that when you have an image, you have a couple of different options for how you share it and the kind of captions that you put to it, but always default to educational. Like there is never enough thought leadership within especially the wedding space. Like we make, again, so many assumptions about what people know and don't know about our industry. And you have to forget about all the people that you have that are following you that are industry professionals. So they, you, they already know your language. Like you're not talking to them. They're following you. That's great. But you're not talking to them. You're talking to your couple. Um, so you can use those stock imagery opportunities essentially to, to start to tell people what's important what they need to know about your service, your product, what you can do for them. So yeah, it's fine if you use a stock image of a a bouquet, but let's talk about that bouquet. Maybe not necessarily the flowers that are in that bouquet or who created that bouquet, but maybe you can talk about how expensive bouquets really are and how nobody actually realizes that it's $300 or $400 to get that beautiful Pinterest perfect, you know, uh, like bouquet. I literally just had that conversation with someone five minutes ago where they were like, a bouquet is how much? And I was like, $300. And they were like, are you kidding? I was like, no, it's God's honest truth, $300. Like, and that's actually a reasonable price. Like, yeah. that's on the low end. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. For, our, 
Los Angeles. Don't send me hate mail, you guys. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so true, you know? So it's really stock imagery doesn't have to – you shouldn't just throw it up there and say, oh, isn't this bouquet so pretty? Um, you know, the best story that I can give that will ruffle some feathers when it comes to that kind of thing is I was doing social media for um, a wedding planner, and I was using stock imagery for her because she didn't have a whole lot of stuff to use. And um, I posted a picture of a bouquet, and I, I broke it down. It was a very educational post, but she got a nasty message from a florist who was like, why didn't you properly credit who made that? Oh no. (laughs) And she was like, how do I even respond to that? And I was like, you respond honestly and tell him it is a stock image and to not be so upset. Like it was a paid for image. There was nobody to credit. You know, if there's somebody to credit, you need to credit. But if there's nobody to credit or if it's not required because it's a paid image, then it's it's not really that much of an issue. But you really have to be careful when you are using it to make sure that the kind of content that you're putting out there doesn't necessarily say, hey, this is my work, but talks right. about what your how your work applies to that particular image. That is an interesting point because I think that a lot of people think that a lot of people will go and find photos on the internet. And try to pass them off as their own, either their own work, a photo that they took themselves or a photo that they were involved with. And there are ways that you can use these stock photos on your social media, on your blogs, and you don't necessarily have to lie about it and you don't necessarily have to announce to the world that it's not your photo and you didn't make that bouquet and right, it's not right. from your wedding but yeah. it, you do get those people who you know I call I joke about myself that I'm the internet police because I'm always looking for like <laughs> are you are you crediting properly right, are you disclosing yep. <laughs> properly um <laughs> it's and true, with stock though. photos it's like it's a fine line because yes you you paid for the photo or you acquired the photo somehow it's not necessarily your unique photo but you you don't have to credit it if it's if you purchase the photo or if you got it from a free stock photo site so right. that is an interesting story and I think that the way you described it is perfect. Like you don't have to necessarily put anything in the comments, but if someone does address it, just be honest and say, well, this is a stock photo I found on this website. Um, I just thought it was beautiful and wanted to share something like that. I have a question. Is it ever appropriate to say like photo by pops of pretty because that's the place Mm -hmm. you have the membership with? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. And uh, you know, um, There is no shame in using stock imagery, especially, like I said, if you're filling the gaps or if you're new to the business and if it makes you feel better that you're crediting where you got that stock image from, then do it. Like there is never, ever any harm in crediting, Um, but it's not something that is required, which is a beautiful thing as well, because if you're just using it as filler content and you don't want to call attention to it, then, you know, that's, that's what it's there for. I actually just remembered a moment a way long time ago or like last year sometime when I was thick in um, creating my course where I posted something that was just like, I'm at the computer all day working, working. And it was a stock photo of someone at a keyboard or it was like a keyboard. And then she had like a pen in her hand and someone that follows me on Instagram message saying like, oh, my God, I love your office and I have the same pen. And I didn't have the heart to tell her like the, those weren't my hands. Yes, <laughs> I just didn't have the heart to be like this is a stock photo. And so I was like, great, I love that pen too because I was like, yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but now I'm thinking maybe I should have just fessed up and been like, that's a hot stock photo. But yeah. it was such a kind comment in that moment that I didn't want to like deflate the person's you know reaching yeah. out to be like that's not my hands. My hands are chubbier. But um, 
I'm just remembering that moment like, oh, maybe I should have said something else. So it's really, it's so funny that you say that if I can interrupt because I thought about that as I was styling Pops of Pretty Stuff, I actually started to keep a record of everywhere that I purchased anything for that um, particular shoot so that when galleries go out, I can let people know where I purchased everything from. So if they feel, if they feel like they get that email that says like, oh my gosh, where did you get that pen? They can be like, actually, it's not mine, but I do know that you can get it at Target. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a genius idea. Yeah. It was just something that I was like, you know, like what about if somebody wants to replicate this flat lay in their own environment after they're done with their stock images? Like I want them to have the power to do that. That's so smart. Okay. So once you have your stock photo selected, you've downloaded it, you're ready to use it. Mm-hmm. What's the etiquette here? Can you edit it? Can you add to it? Can you filter them? Like what's the best practice here? Yeah. So this is a beautiful thing about stock imagery that um, you're never going to get with somebody else's work that is, you know, copyrighted by a professional photographer who did not give you permission to do this. Um, You can do whatever you want with a stock image. Um, Because you have essentially purchased this image to use, you can add uh, filters to it. You can crop it. You can put overlays on it. You can put whatever you want on it. And you're not going to get in any kind of trouble. You're not going to get some kind of crazy letter from someone's attorney that tells you to cease and desist. You are in, you know, like copyright violation. You don't have to worry about any of that. So if you feel very, very creative one day, use a stock image. Don't use that professional photographer's image that they so painfully, painstakingly like edited and made sure that it was a perfect match to their brand. Um, You can use stock imagery to replicate kind of your brand vision. So it's funny that you're saying this and I'm hearing you and I'm like, okay, that's great. But yet there's a part of me that's like, you can't filter an image because I'm so trained to not. So I think I'm going to have to have like a creative space time in my schedule where I just go a little bit nuts on the styled photos because I'm like, oh, I get, oh, I didn't ever, I I don't think I've ever edited um, a stock photo just because it's ingrained in me that we can't or we shouldn't. So it's good to hear that we can. Yeah, you absolutely can. Now, again, like always check the fine print for some of these services that you're using because some of them may have some like really tiny little thing in there that says, hey, you can't do that. But I have yet to see one that doesn't say that you can't do that. I know with me, like, hey, do whatever you want with the images. You paid for them. Like, do what mm-hmm. you want. Um, that's what it's there for. Um, but yeah, always, always check the super, super fine print just in case. But <laughs> by and large, you can do whatever you want with them. And if you're like, I don't even know where to start with a filter, just start by putting like a black and white on there or start by putting a border or start by putting like a quote on it, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <Start small. laughs> I see some accounts where they have like, they have a certain color scheme. Mm-hmm. There's an account that I follow that has their logo is yellow and every photo that they post has yellow in it, like bright yellow. So they will create a quote on a yellow background or they will post a stock photo with a bright yellow phone or they will put like a yellow tent over their photo. Tent, hmm. T-I-N-T, not, not camping. <laughs> but a, a yellow tent over their photo just so that all of their photos stay cohesive. And I think that that's a really great use of stock photography to make it their own, you know? Yeah, it must be hard to find images that are yellow. I mean, like if organically, just because that's not a color that I see a ton. Yeah, I'm not, I don't necessarily know where exactly they get them from, but I know that with Hot Stock and maybe with Pops of Pretty too, you can buy or you can get packets that have certain color 
like it's a certain color scheme like there'll yes. be mm-hmm. yellow and pink mm-hmm. you know these are all the yellow and pink photos so you can just buy yeah. you know the certain ones yeah colors are um you know that's a great thing about stock stock imagery as well is that if you're trying to stay on brand with certain colors is that you can do the search by color um i know that was a huge priority for me is no offense against pink because i know y'all love pink up in the wedding industry like don't get me wrong but like i love yellow i love green i love blue i love super bright vibrant colors so i saw a gap in the market there as well yeah Um, for just getting a little bit more creative with some of the color combinations because not every wedding business is going to be blush. And if it is, yeah. like, that's great. If that suits you and your, like, ideal client, then more power to you, use all the blush. But if you're trying to, you know, appeal to a different market, you still need to have an option. I love that. So full disclosure, Serena and I are Facebook friends. And I remember many months ago, Serena, you posted something on Facebook that that you were like, wedding pros, why is it got to be pink all the time? <laughs> and I laughed. I laughed because like my Moxie Bright brand is not very pink at all. I mean, it's like teal and fuchsia and gold and and we have this like deep, rich blue in there. And so when, when you were like, why is it? I think you actually said, why is it got to be blush? And I was like, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, I know people are sick of seeing it in centerpieces, you know, so think about your brand too. Like, are you sick of seeing it in your brand? There's mm-hmm. never a problem with adding a little bit of color, going mm-hmm. timeless and classic, go black and white, you know, play with it. Yep. I definitely think that everyone, you know, has to find their own thing that speaks to them. And for many people, mm-hmm. it's not pink. So I love that there's different options. Yes. Serena, do you have Maybe do you have a couple examples or maybe one good example of a way that a really creative way that you've used stock photography for your business or for a client's business? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot with this question. Yeah. Um, so for a client's business and, you know, this was one that I ended up solving for myself, um, ultimately to give you kind of the, you know, like give you the answer before I actually explain. Um, but I, um, had a client that I was doing a blog for and we were working on welcome packet, like, or not welcome packets, but welcome bags and like what makes a good welcome bag, um, for that particular market. And she happened to be in Tennessee. So we of course wanted it to be really kind of like personalized, but I could, not for the life of me find a stock image of a like cute little welcome bag at a hotel or you know like the cute little like bridesmaids gift bags that had the champagne in it and the chocolate and all that kind of stuff so I just I met with my photographer and I was like hey so um when we do our next shoot like we're gonna use um I I bought all this stuff for welcome bags and we're gonna shoot it so that I can actually put it in this blog post Obviously, not everybody has that luxury, but it is where I realized, like there, that again, there was a gap. So um, I solved it that way. Obviously, with pops are pretty, but um, for other clients, what I've been able to do um, back to that kind of bouquet picture is I've been able to take a stock photo image of a bouquet and put it into a blog post and break down for them like, hey, these are the different kinds of flowers that are in the bouquets. Um, This is what season this kind of bouquet would be ideal for. This is kind of how much it would cost you. And I would do that on a non-florist page so that she's not trying to claim that work. Um, And then- Smart. Yeah. For another one, I would also- Um, another blog post was taking a bunch of actual stock imagery of couples, more kind of the abstract ones where they're holding hands or whatever, 
in, you can find stock images with all kinds of different filters already on them. So using like four different images with four very obviously distinctive styles, like editing styles and breaking down the types of, you know, photographers that you want to look for, the questions you want to ask photographers about to be able to get that type of style of imagery. I love that. And you know what I'm also thinking too is a good way to use photos like that, just in the way you said with the different photography styles is that when I'm talking to my clients about, you know, what they're, what they like in a photographer, I often just send them to either local photographers' websites or nationwide photographers' websites to give them an example of the style. But I actually wouldn't have to do that if I just gave them four different stock photos and said, Mm -hmm. do you like moody grainy? Do you like light and airy? Do you like true color? You know what I mean? Like I could use them in that way without, because sometimes they get confused because they're like, I like this person, but she's in Philadelphia. And I'm like, right, well, she's not going to do your wedding. This is just an example of a style. (laughs) And I really like that because you can, a wedding planner can do an article like that and not hurt any photographer feelings because (gasps) they're choosing some photographers over others as examples. And obviously when you use a photographer's photo, you have to link and credit them um, unless they give you permission. But, right. um, you know, I feel like you would be obligated to link to that photographer, but then you're kind of showing you're playing favorites. Um, so yes. I really love the example of using stock photo for for explanation articles like that, where you yeah. don't have it doesn't seem like you're favoring one vendor over another. Yeah, I love that so much. It definitely preserves some of those feelings because we know we can get tender. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, everyone, yes, everyone wants to be in the spotlight. And if they see someone else in the spotlight, they're like, hey, how come? What yeah. happened? Um, can we just we probably should have talked about this at the beginning, but let's talk about why you can't just go to Google and use any image that you find <laughs> off of Google. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so for anyone listening who's done that. Here's why it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like people just don't know. Like, they don't know any better. Um, Right. I I like to assume people don't know any better. But there is this little thing called copyright, Mm -hmm. which we touched on earlier. And when if you just Google wedding bouquet, and you can't just take any photo that you find off Google and credit Google in in your website or on your social media posts, because that's not proper crediting that is a copyright issue so and even if you you use someone like let's say uh, Renee does a wedding with a photographer and she uses that photographer's photo on her social media the photographer still owns the copyright to that that photo and could potentially say hey can you take that down or something like that so yeah uh, we just want to remind everybody that copyright exists and you can't just take photos off of Google and use them however you want to. And that's why stock photo websites like Pops of Pretty are so important. And it's better to pay for a subscription service like that than to use a photo off Google and potentially get yourself in some legal trouble. Absolutely. It's a it's a real problem that a lot of people maybe just didn't even realize that they were they were contributing to by using that kind of imagery. And I think maybe there's a misconception because you pin stuff all the time and you're on Pinterest and you're using (laughs) other people's images there that it's okay. Mm -hmm. But, you know, those always in most cases are linking back to, you know, the the actual owner of that image. So um, again, the proper crediting is already linked in on Pinterest. So Serena, tell us more about Pops of Pretty. How does it work? 
So Pops of Pretty is a subscription site um, for wedding pros that want stock imagery that is specific to what it is that they do. So it's a great combination of flat lays, um, behind the scenes stuff, and actual like kind of mock wedding images. So everything from like, you know, your wedding dresses to your shoes to your wedding prep, you know, the way that I really tried to build Pops of Pretty was that I wanted people to be able to tell a story in every single gallery that is on the site. So when they get to a gallery, they can see, okay, this is a story of somebody who is building a bouquet. This is a story of somebody who is, you know, creating the inspiration for that particular wedding. Or this is a story of someone who's really kind of pulling from textures and colors and fabrics and trying to, you know, put together a cohesive wedding vision, you know? So every gallery is very specific to what goes on and day to day for a wedding pro. So it's a real but it's a really simple concept. You basically you go in, you you get your subscription. There's monthly options, quarterly options, annual options, um, and then there's upgraded options. It has a membership component that's a little bit more um, robust in terms of the offering. It's not just imagery. It's also a little bit of social media training, some tips, some prompts um, to help kind of get you started in the right way. Because if you're looking at the image and you're like, this is pretty, this is great. I want to be able to use it. I have no idea what to say. Well, luckily there'll be hashtags already in there. There'll be some prompts to tell you what you need to say um, or how you can personalize that to yourself. Um, oh, I love that so yeah. much. So I really wanted to take what I knew and what I was seeing for my wedding industry clients and really kind of make it not just just photos, but to really kind of make it um, something that, that became useful in your day-to-day. Because I know we can get really overwhelmed and really busy with what it is that we do. And sometimes we're like, hey, I got to stay consistent. I know I have to post something, but I really just, I'm tapped. I don't know what to say. I don't know right. what to do. I need um, a little help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. How often will the galleries um, update? So they'll update every month. Oh, great. Yeah. And and there'll be a few galleries that go up um, every single month. I actually, um, right now, they're just going to go up once a month. But of course, you know, a couple couple months down the road, we'll, we'll likely see that they'll update twice a month. But for now, it'll be once a month. Very cool. I love the sound of that. And so, Serena, tell everybody where on the internet they can find you, um, find your social media management business, find Pops of Pretty, follow you on Instagram, whatever, wherever you want people to find you. Yeah. So my website is just delegateandelevate.com. And then it's the same for Insta, Delegate and Elevate. And then for Pops of Pretty, it's popsofpretty.com. And then for Instagram, it's popsofprettystock. Um, and then right now I'm doing a really fun challenge right now. It's called pop it up and it's, um, essentially just a really quick five day challenge. Once you sign on to the email list, you're going to get 10 free stock images and, um, I'm going to give you eight to 10 days of post ideas, but the challenge is only five. Um, so it will tell you really, it'll be a great opportunity for you to figure out how you can use stock imagery, um, in your business. It'll have a nice little preview of everything that's inside. Serena, where can people sign up for that challenge? Uh, so all they have to do is go to popsofpretty.com and then you're going to see a nice little pop-up to sign up for the email list and you'll see it there and you can just plug in your info and it'll pop on over to you. Great. And we will put all that in the show notes as well. Serena, thank you so much for coming on today to talk about using stock photos in your business. I think we covered a lot of really important information here and I'm really excited to check out Pops of Pretty and I hope everyone else is as well. I'm going to go right now and get on get on that challenge. <laughs>
Yeah, I'm super excited. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. We love having you. And then for all of you rock stars who are listening, you know the conversation continues in our Facebook group, the Rockier Wedding Biz Podcast Insiders. We want to hear about your experiences with stock photos. Are you using them? Are you not? Do you not know how to use them? Come do the challenge with us and figure out the wonderful world of stock photos. Yeah. So we will see you guys in the Facebook group. Thank you so much for all of the nice emails. We've gotten a couple of very nice emails lately from people who are yes. saying they're in they just found the show and they're enjoying it. So shout out to all of you. Shout out to everyone who comments on our Instagram and follows us and uh, who's left us reviews on iTunes. We love the reviews. Love the reviews. We love to hear them and we will see you guys on the next episode. Yep. See you next week, rock stars. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events. Wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz.